I'm Mira, and I'm the daughter. And this is Adulting But Not Grown Up. How's it going today, Mira? Alright, I'm a little tired. Want to hear how my day went? Sure. I had the dentist this morning, mm-hmm. and I unfortunately chose to go with strawberry-flavored gritty toothpaste. Always go with Mint Man. And caramel-flavored fluoride. What are you doing? You're making felt, like a sundae in your mouth. That sounds awful. It wasn't good, and it wasn't good caramel flavoring either. Well, the only thing that really went together was like mint and mint, but then I thought that would really be mint overload, which would also make me feel gross. I wish they would just have them flavored. But, bonus, our dentist now gives away bamboo toothbrushes. I know she does. I went like a few weeks ago, remember? You didn't tell me. I was pleasantly surprised. And then... She was like, you probably shouldn't get one of these because they have big heads on them and you have a really narrow mouth and... Like, you know, you have issues getting the toothbrush to the back anyways because it's so big. So these ones are bigger than normal toothbrushes. You need a smaller one than normal. And I was like, mm, good point. So you had to go with the plastics. Had to go with the plastic one. Um, I have my children's toothbrushes. Like a bowel. So. <laughs> <laughs> fun. So you can get a toothbrush with, like, the little mermaid on it. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. It's a good time. Um, and then I had a chiropractor appointment mm-hmm. um, about an hour away in another town. And, uh... I left 20 minutes earlier than necessary, giving myself an hour and 20 minutes because I knew there was uh, highway construction going on. Still got there 15 minutes late for my appointment, and they were like, it's too late. So I got back in my car and drove back home. So that was a three-hour round trip for Crackalacken. I did not get Crackalacken. And my neck is really... I think it's just because I know I didn't get it and I really wanted it. Now my neck is bugging me, but... So I drove for three hours in the blazing heat for no reason whatsoever. Actually, I did buy some toner cartridge for the uh, computer mm. and then came printer. out for the yeah. printer. Yeah. So that was my my outing today. It was a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. So Sounds a bit disappointing. Not the best day off I've ever had. Yeah. Also. Your puncture wound <laughs> that you're the puncture under your chin. The puncture wound from the cat under my chin. Mm-hmm. Has become like a hard ball, and it keeps making me think about your point about them scratching in litter and then scratching you. And I wonder if the cat has injected me with cat poop. Well, that's why their scratches scar so easily on people because they're so bacteria ridden on their claws. That's why it scars so easily. I've got like a cat induced tattoo now under my chin. Oh god, that was just gross. And it's like it's like a little hard lump in there. Cats are like pretty gnarly like you know if they bite you that's like a big deal gross and i was at the hospital the girl got bit by a cat at the cat cafe and they were like <laughs> that was an unexpected turn of events on her outing right and she like they were like look our, our cats are all vaccinated but it's probably a good idea to go and like get antibiotics from the hospital kind How of badly thing did the cat bite her? like she bled it broke skin like it was a bad bite. Like, it looked pretty bad, and it was, like, all swollen and stuff. Like, remember remember when Jenny bit his ball in the face? <laughs> it was like... Jenny's our dog. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, like, the purple and bruisey around, like, the puncture marks and stuff. Like, it was a bad bite that she got from this cat. And they were like, look, they're all, like, vaccinated. They all go to the vet because we're trying to adopt all of these cats out right now. Like, they're all fully vaccinated and spayed and everything, so you should be fine, but we recommend you go to the hospital anyways just to be safe. There's tons of bacteria in there kind of thing. You should go get antibiotics or whatever. And she went to the hospital and they were like, yeah, we should give you antibiotics. Like, that's for sure a thing that we need to do. Their mouths are friggin' nasty. Like, you don't want to risk that. 
Those people that own the cat cafe might want to rethink their business plan. <laughs> Just saying that seems a bit dumb. Well, they have they have the, they have the signs on the thing of like you know if you're entering into the back room where the you cats might are, get you're, <laughs> you're you know you're taking your risks kind of thing. These are animals and they have teeth and that gives them the capability of biting. You know, you don't stick your hands in a hamster cage with the expectation that you're 0% going to get bit. Like, you might get bit. They have teeth. There's a chance of that. If you're going to stick your hands in a cat's face that's never met you before, you might get clawed at or bit. That's a chance you're risking when you go near animals that you've never met before. That's why they're like, don't pick up the cats. Wait for the cats to come to you. Like, if they're going to get into your lap, that's okay. But don't pick them up and put them in your lap. Like, that's a rule there. And she got bit anyways. Like, it happens sometimes. If you're going to interact with animals, you got to be careful. My husband got bit by a rabbit one time. And uh, <laughs> we were at um, going to a friend's farm, and they had, like, rabbits outside. And he went over and put his finger through the cage and was like, Hi, bunny! And the rabbit came up and just chomp, and blood poured out of his finger. It was very unexpected. There was this girl who stuck her fingers into Louis's cage when he was still at the pet shop. Louis is my chinchilla. And stuck her fingers into the cage and she was like he doesn't bite does he and i was like well he's like an animal that has teeth so he's capable of biting like kind of you know he has he has that capability and she was just like oh he looks so sweet and he like bit the frick out of her finger like <laughs> she, he bit hard and like he's like nibbled me a couple of times like if you keep your finger in front of his face he's like maybe it's food kind of thing and we'll start nibbling it to see if see if it's food because his eyesight isn't stellar but it's like, you know, if you're going to put your fingers in an animal's face, there's a chance it's going to take your chances. food. Your cat is making eye contact with me right now like I'm food. Um, so this segues right, right into our topic today of how to live with roommates. <laughs> <laughs> yep, perfectly. Pets are the best roommates, in my opinion. You might have to scoop poop out of a box, but it is far better than, like, cleaning your drunk roommate's vomit out of the sink. <laughs> Although, do you know, the other morning, usually the first thing... Did you I... have to clean up your husband's poop out of a box? Just curious if that's what this is segueing <laughs> to. <laughs> I've never had to do that, no. Five-year-old, maybe? Nope, she's All never right. pooped in a box either. Good. You did eat cat poo as a baby, though. I am aware I of, ate cat poo as a baby. Out of the litter box, and I phoned Poison Control and said, My baby just ate cat poo! And the man laughed and laughed on the other well, end. Well, I mean, I guess the takeaway from that is that, um... Nobody's ever told me I have like toxoplasma gum <laughs> so I guess I'm in the clear. <laughs> You've lived so far, so I know. Like if um, I have a brain parasite, it's probably just making me love cats. Well, yeah, that's what it does, right? Like that's why I have so many and just want to stick my face in their fur all the time. Probably. I think it makes you do really dangerous things, so that you. Yeah, if you're like a mouse, if you're a human, it makes you want to kiss them. No, but it also makes you, if you're a human, it makes you do things that are really, like, sort of um, dangerous because the virus is trying to get you to die so that it can uh, be in a cat again. A, a mouse will eat you and the cat will eat the mouse and it'll be back in a cat again. All right, so that's for sure me living on the wild side watching The Office for the 97th time already this year. <laughs> Probably you don't have it. <laughs> But I was going to say the other night, I, well, I woke up in the morning and usually like first thing in the morning, the dog wants to go out and pee, yep. right? And she didn't, immediately. she didn't want to go out. And oh. I was like, which usually means she's peed in the house somewhere. So I was oh, a little really? like, uh. and so I'm trying to like push her out the door, physically push her out <laughs> and she won't go, won't go. And then my husband gets up and I'm like, the dog won't go pee. And he goes, yeah, that's because she got up at four this morning and pooped on the floor and I let her out then. <laughs> so, and I'm like, oh, oh I did not know that happened because... I sleep through the night. <laughs> you do? Other things in my house do not. And uh, 
that time it was the dog. She got up at 4 a.m., pooped on the floor, he got up, cleaned up, let her out. Well, I mean... I had a good sleep. She is, she is pretty old, and I mean, you guys go to bed at, like, 11-ish at the, like, the latest, right? Yeah. So, like, if, you, if she's waiting until, like, you know, 6, 7 in the morning for you to wake her up and, you know, take her outside and stuff, then that might be, like, too long, because she is getting older. But sometimes I can be gone all day and she's fine. Yeah, sometimes, and she's getting older, so sometimes it's not gonna be enough. <laughs> I just don't want senior citizen pets that pee all over my house. Oh, right. Well, you kind of signed up for that when you got young pets, because at some point they turn into senior citizen pets. Yeah. I'd also like you to keep in mind that if you decide to euthanize the dog because she's getting too old, I'll keep that in mind when looking for your nursing homes. (laughs) (laughs) That it's okay to get rid of things once they're old and smelly and no longer worth anything to you. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Hmm, curious. So anyhow, you have roommates, right? I do. I mean, aside from the three cats, chinchilla, how many fish? Four. Four fish and two human roommates. Two humans. Two boys. Two boys. Um, How do you like living with two boys? I have to say, I lived with two boys at one point when I was in college, and I did not enjoy it. They were pigs. Um, I'll be straight and say that I prefer living with boys over girls because I need to really click with a female roommate for that to work out for me. And I find that, you know, men are a lot less likely to get up in my face over something kind of trivial, you know? I'm trying to think if I liked any of the roommates I had, male or female, now that you say that. I I don't know. I just find that there's a lot more, like, confrontation over things going on when I'm living with a female. And I find that it's, it's, just, it's a bit more easygoing living with male roommates. They're a lot more likely to, like, let things slide if you're like, yeah, I'm feeling a little under the weather today. Sorry, I didn't get to the dishes. Hmm. I had, well, I had a, a roommate in college, my first one, who ended up bringing all those, like, gang members over to our apartment. Oh, no. I didn't enjoy that. And then I had another female roommate. And it was fine at first. Mm-hmm. We had. We moved to a city like seven hours from where we grew up to go to college we had zero furniture we literally shared a blow-up mat like not a good blow-up mattress the kind like the swimming pool kind and it had a slow leak so every night we'd blow it up and every morning we'd wake up on the floor floor. yeah and we had um that's every blow-up mattress i don't care how expensive it is you wake up on the floor no matter how good it is uh i've never slept on a blow-up mattress where i'm not on the floor in the morning and they're hot and sweaty anyways they're gross and we lived in a basement apartment so we would get like dew in our apartment in the morning oh it's just like moist in there yeah. yeah so we'd wake up on the floor a little damp Oh, sexy. Um, so, like, definitely shower in the morning is what we're going so with here. that was our one piece of furniture, the shared blow-up pool floaty, basically. Cute. <laughs> then we got um, two of those <laughs> folding lawn chairs, mm-hmm. like the kinds with the, the woven straps, you know? Oh, like the nice plaid yep. interlaced. That yep. were, like, I don't know, her grandparents or something, mm-hmm. and a, a bath mat, which... We did Cute. not use as a bath mat. We used as our living room. Rug. <laughs> Throw rug. Yeah. Cute. So we each sat in a, in a in folding a chair. lawn chair with the bath mat in between us. And that was what we had. Then, these two boys that we knew that lived in another Is apartment. Is this the movie poster wallpaper? That's coming. Okay. So then the two boys that we knew that lived in an apartment down the street yeah. sold us a chair for $10. And we're like, yeah, hey, yes, now we yes, have a chair. Yes, yes, the chair. And then we found out several months later that they had found that chair in a dumpster. In a dumpster and then sold, sold it, it for to money. us. <laughs> <sighs> Makes 
Then we thought, hey, we should move in with them. That would be (laughs) a great idea. So there was the two of us and the two boys Mm -hmm. living in an apartment together. And it was like a, it was a big apartment, but I had to share a room. Well, the girl and one of the boys started dating. So they shared a room. I had to share the other room with the other boy who happened to be my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. So, which was fine. We were friends and everything like that. But I hated it because we'd take turns like cleaning our bed like we had one bathroom they had the other bathroom and he would never do it and I'd be like Gordon it's your turn to clean the bathroom go clean the bathroom and he would just when he had friends over he'd be like hey Jim if you want to stay over for a bit you gotta go clean my shower and he'd get his friends to do it and stuff or you know we'd have a thing that's like okay it's your turn to buy the Kleenex and toilet paper and now it's my turn to buy the Kleenex and toilet paper and he would just go to um, Burger King down the street and steal bunch napkins. of napkins and toilet paper like from Burger King that and I was like this doesn't ply. count if I have to pay for it you have to pay for it so and then we each had okay so this thing which seemed like a good idea at the start and it should in theory be a good idea was that everybody had their own shelf in the fridge mm-hmm. so we, you would buy and everybody had their own cupboard so you know you buy your own food you buy your own you each have your own shelf each of it how many times I'd be like I just bought a block of cheese. Where's my block of cheese? And Gordon would be like, oh, I forgot which shelf was mine, so I ate it. No, you didn't. You just ate my cheese. <laughs> so maybe I just had a bad roommate because that should work. He just stole my food a lot. Also, you he had wore my clothes. Roommate. Okay, he wore your clothes? I feel like yeah. <laughs> I feel like this was more of a closeted situation than anything else. Maybe this is why he was your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> he came home one time and he was like, he'd gone out with a bunch of bunch of guys and he's like oh we went to see strippers look I got a picture of the stripper sitting on my lap and I look at the picture and he's wearing my shirt and I'm like you can keep that shirt because there's a naked girl I don't know sitting on your lap because there's stripper in my shirt against your shirt yeah uh so just a stranger's butt on your shirt is like the least appetizing thing I could think yeah you know just like some person you've never met before (laughs) that's yours now so then we decided because me and the other girl were sick of doing all the cleaning because the boys were just pigs so we're like okay listen we're making up a a a rotation where Mm -hmm. it's like a four-week rotation so one week this person is on you know vacuuming and the next week they're on um whatever right so going through the thing so here's what would happen one guy wouldn't do his so the next week when it was the other guy's turn to go into that rotation he would say well he didn't do it so I'm not doing it because he didn't do it to get back at that guy and then the third week my rotation and now nobody's vacuumed for three weeks so that didn't work yeah it sounds so dirty. <laughs> yeah uh, roommates are hard <laughs> I find that you you know there definitely needs to be a screening process I feel bad for the people that like are in a situation where they're like I literally just like need somebody to move in so that I can pay rent at the end of the month kind of thing I feel bad for those people because then they end up like with a Craigslist roommate and then it's like terrifying and horrible or like it's the worst experience you've ever had in your entire life I think there's been just several awful. horror movies made with that with that premise yeah yeah probably it wouldn't surprise me so I I would say though that like if I think doing the like the food thing for the shelf and you definitely have to like I mean it didn't work in my situation ever but I think you have to like lay out ground rules to start and be like here's how we're splitting up the cleaning and the chores and here's how we're splitting up like communal things like 
whatever dish soap and you know stuff like that that you, you need to like just share together in order to do it and, and but how to lay it out ahead of time how to split it up how to do um you know if you're going to have like shared food or if it's going to be everybody has their own cupboard and their own shelf in the fridge and yeah we have like some communal food like tortilla chips or communal and like almond milk and coconut milk is like communal mm-hmm. and you know um like peanut butter is communal like we we have stuff like that where it's like it's not really a big deal if somebody uses it kind of thing and like you know jesse's never super mad if i like use some of his cooking supplies because you know he's he's a trained chef so he he has some stuff around that's a little pricier a little more expensive kind of thing and he like you know he doesn't mind if i like use some of his spices or whatever you know it's not a big deal we're you know sharing garlic or whatever that's not you know an issue but it's definitely like you know if somebody's looking forward to like making the frozen burritos that are in the freezer you don't touch somebody's frozen burritos that aren't yours kind of thing like yeah. we but it's also like you know jesse's cheese is the real cheese and my cheese is the vegan cheese so we're not gonna get those mixed up and like accidentally on purpose whatever eat someone else's food kind of thing there's a lot of stuff like that where like i'm not gonna accidentally like eat a thawing out tenderloin in the fridge (laughs) you know and I think the thing too is is that if everybody's like you don't mind like you know sharing some communal stuff like that as long as everybody is genuinely taking turns buying it and stuff like that if there's somebody taking advantage then it gets old real quick like I have to eat a lot of salt like my you know my doctor told me like you should be eating like two to three grams of salt on like a good day and like five grams of salt when you're having a bad day because your blood volume is too low and you need to draw the water that you're drinking into your bloodstream or else you're just gonna pee out all the water you're drinking Mm -hmm. and I was like yeah fair enough so I buy the salt like pretty well solely because I'm eating so much of it Mm -hmm. that like it's not fair to make other people buy the salt if I'm eating like literally half the container every single time we buy it like yeah. even if other people are like salting their water when they're boiling it or yeah, whatever that's salting just their a little food thing like I'm eating so much of it I'm literally like grinding salt onto a plate so that I can like dip edamame beans in it and stuff like I just like <laughs> need to eat so much of it right <laughs> like it's not fair for me to make other people buy that stuff yeah so I think I think it's just a thing of like you hope that your roommate has like common courtesy and that you show them the common courtesy too of being mm-hmm. like uh, just trying to be fair about it and stuff. Oh, yeah. What you were saying too before about my roommate stealing posters from the SkyTrain stations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of stolen stuff in our apartment. I would just like to say. And I was involved in one escapade, which I did not even know we were doing this mm-hmm. until it was happening. Okay. So, you know those Dairyland crates. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're in, one of the roommates had a truck. And so we're all, well, I think it was just me and the two guys, actually. We're in the truck. And we pull up to, um, it was actually the the college where we went to college. And there was like a loading bay kind of area. And they back into it. And I'm like, what are we doing? One of them jumps out, hangs a rag over the license plate the other one jumps out the other door like they're doing this simul like they've all have this all synced and everything and i'm like wait what's going on and they start throwing dairyland crates in the back of the truck (laughs) and i'm like 
what are they doing? Oh what are goodness. we doing? Oh, what's happening? And then they're like, go, go, go. And uh, Step on so it. that's how we had a lot of Dairyland crate furniture in our apartment. Oh, my God. Um, we got a um, one of those wrought iron, like, uh, table and chairs, bistro table. Is that like the cafe ones? Yeah. Because they went for lunch at a cafe and then took the table with them when they left. The outdoor table. Broad and daylight. Like, you just carried this home down the street. And they're like, yeah, nobody said anything. And I'm like, so I previously mentioned the rampant stealing from Burger King. Even, you know what, Burger King, well, if you probably don't, haven't been to Burger King in a long time, but they have the actual like salt and pepper shakers on the table. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. Guess what we had in our apartment? The Burger King salt and pepper shakers, I'll guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing they would do is go to the SkyTrain, climb up the outside of the SkyTrain station, and there's giant safe. posters, like, and they, they would, so they, anyways, you climb up the outside of the SkyTrain station, and apparently you can flip up, like, the top lip of these giant poster frames that are holding them up at the SkyTrain station, and then slide this giant poster out, hand it down to the person on the ground, climb down the outside of the SkyTrain station. We had them, they... They were huge. They went like f- literally floor to ceiling in the apartment. So they must have been like, what is that, like eight or nine feet Eight or tall, nine feet usually. Tall. And they were hockey posters. So they, it was like bigger than life-size hockey players. Just like a giant Wayne Gretzky on your wall. It was like wallpaper. <laughs> and they so funny. They covered like the, the dining room area, that all these hilarious. posters. But I'm like, quit stealing stuff and bringing it into our apartment. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't enjoy that that portion of the uh, of the roommate switch. Okay, the other thing I was gonna say though is if you move in with like a boyfriend girlfriend situation, um, some sort of significant other, mm-hmm. and it's like you know it goes from like the roommate situation. Like, I mean, you might move in together, and at first you probably behave more like roommates in terms of mm-hmm. finances and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Then at what point do you get to, like, um, looking at finances more of a, of a joint situation and that kind of thing? Do you think there should be, like, a timeline? Do you think it's sort of different for everybody? Do you think it's... I, I think it's different for everybody. I feel like if you're comfortable doing it as, like, a joint thing, then you should. I feel like for most people, you know, like, if you feel like you would get married, then it's okay to do your finances together. No, I feel I feel like otherwise you should keep it separate. Yeah. You know, like if you're not prepared to spend literally the rest of your life with this person, making decisions with them forever, mm-hmm. then it's probably not a good plan to mix your finances at this point. You know, yeah. and you know what? Things might change in a year and a half. You might be like, I'm totally ready to marry this guy and you, or this girl or whatever, and you might be like, I'm prepared to you know, yeah. get a joint bank account and you know have a, have oh, a debit card with both our names on it. You yeah. know have a checkbook with both our names and our shared address like you know and that's okay and you know what it might be like nine years down the line and you'll be like still don't feel like it yeah. <laughs> still don't feel like i'm We're ready for this and and then so here's how you do though if you're if you are in that situation where you're like okay this is like the long long-term deal mm-hmm. and even if you keep your all your bank accounts separate and stuff like that and um but you know you're like a unit you're you're operating jointly but whether you have joint bank accounts or not mm-hmm. the way to split it up is to um you look at your expenses so things like uh you know your rent your utilities your food your your living expenses and stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah and both of your incomes so say 
one person makes let's just do easy math so one person makes 60,000 a year one person makes 40,000 a year mm -hmm. you would take your rent one person pays 60% of it the other person pays 40% of it yeah that's how you divvy that up so that it is fair you don't just do 50-50 if um, you're not if you're unless you are making exactly the same amount of money yeah you split it by percentage and that is the yeah. fair and equitable way to do it so that nobody's getting taken advantage of so that you don't have because I have seen people where they split it 50-50 and the income is very different mm -hmm. and because I know people who are married and have been for a long time and everything is still separate that's just the way they like to do it which mm -hmm. whatever whatever makes people happy I think I'll always keep mine separate. I don't feel like I'm a mixed finances person. Yeah, it just depends what what people. It, it I think it depends out. like what their parents did and mm -hmm. what they're comfortable with too, like what they've seen and what they yeah how how they want to operate it and stuff. But anyways, I've seen people who do that and they split it fifty fifty, and it doesn't make any sense because when when there's a big you know income discrepancy because where it's like one person say. I'm, I'm scrambling to come up with my half of the daycare bill this month and he went and bought a bunch of new clothes for himself with all this extra mm. money and it's like, that is not a fair situation. That's why you need to yeah. go with percentages and not down the line. Yeah. So yeah that's what sure. I have to say about that. Um, I mean, there, there are some countries where like if you, you know, get a speeding ticket or something it's done on like percentages of your income kind of thing really? because if you get a $500 ticket and you make $1,000 a month that leads to issues with you feeding your children paying your rent paying your insurance buying groceries for yourself being able to get to work and buy gas and, and maybe you're a lawyer who makes $500 an hour yeah exactly like, and if you're a guy that has like $1.5 billion chilling in a bank account and owns nine houses like a $500 bill is literally pennies to you you yeah. like could cough idea. and make that amount of money so you know I, I think it's a fantastic idea because you know yeah it's hitting everybody the same way it's it's doing the same thing because I mean if you make a thousand dollars a month your $17 parking ticket does do enough damage to make you rethink parking illegally but is not going to make you homeless lose your job lose yeah. your family get a divorce etc etc like it yes. won't ruin your life to yeah. you know have a bill that is 75% of your monthly income kind of thing um, okay and what do you think on the topic of getting pets with roommates think that you shouldn't get a pet with your roommate. I don't think that it should be like a joint. This belongs joint to me and this roommate kind of thing. I think it should be more like this is my cat, this is my roommate's cat, they're friends. I agree. I would also like to add Mira that you should maybe not get a pet unless you can afford vet bills. <laughs> okay. Just throwing that out there. Girl who had a very sickly cat <laughs> who sadly passed away. But I'm just saying, kittens are free, their vet bills are not. <laughs> I know. So you just want to be in the position where you can afford not just the, uh, you know, food and cat litter, but also to cover any um, unknowns that come up, like your cat gets hit by a car, your cat gets a um, urinary tract disease, whatever it was he had. Kidney disease. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you got to be in the position where you can, like afford those things too. Yeah, we have like an emergency savings account. Excellent. Good to know. We put money in it every month. Okay. 
just in case. It's good to know. Yeah. But now you do. Mm-hmm. Because before I was the emergency savings account. I'm aware. <laughs> um, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thanks, <down>. tips. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anything else you can think about to do with uh, the roommate search? Um, if you live with somebody, do the dishes. Because I cannot tell you how many posts I've seen, like, on the internet of people posting pictures of, like, their mountainous, disgusting, moldy dishes, like, strewn across the counter, and they're like, my roommate has literally not cleaned any dishes in three months, and it's like, that's a thing. People roommate shame on the internet. Don't be so disgusting that your roommate takes a picture of your bedroom to post on the internet for fake internet points. Like, don't be that guy. Don't be the gross guy with, like, cigarette ash caked in his keyboard and, like, Gatorade bottles of pee next to your computer. Don't be the guy that's, like, literally never vacuumed your floor for the year and a half you've lived in the same room. Don't don't be that dude, you know? Just keep your area clean. Just be, like, relatively clean. You don't need to have, like, everything organized constantly. Like, I'm a messy person. I'm, like, I'm a pretty, like, untidy person, grand scheme of things. But I'm not, like, a dirty person. Things aren't sticky in my area. Things aren't, like, dusty or grimy or whatever. Like, I'm not spilling things and letting it chill. Nothing's ever, like, moldy. If I can smell something, that's an issue for me. But, like, I'm cool with a pile of clothes on a chair. That doesn't bother me. Like, (laughs) Well, I think that's another thing, too, though, is, like, I think that's an area of tension with roommates where yeah you need to match those with your roommate 100% if your roommate is like OCD and needs everything spotless constantly and everything to be put away then you're not the roommate for like somebody like me who's like okay with a little bit of clutter as long as it's not like physically dirty yeah like you know you need you need to match those things you need to match it 100% because if it gets to you know issues where you're like I need you to clean your room because it's stressing me out every time I walk past. Yeah. I need you to clean your bed sheets because I can smell it from my room. Like, well, just like herein with, lies the issue. Just like with, um, you know, I, I don't know what the percentage is, but a huge percentage is of, like, marriages and because of, um, money. money no, oh, money finances. issues. Yeah, yeah, finances and stuff. And I think if you've got, it's like... like, half of divorces, right? Or finances. Something yeah. like that, yeah. And so it's like, if you've got two people who are spenders, they're good. And if you've got two people who are savers, they're good. But yeah, if, you've, but if got you've got a, a saver and a, and a spender, saver, yeah, then they just, like, they can't... And I think it's the same with roommates. If you've got, like... I mean, the finances aren't a thing, but it's, like, the cleanliness thing. If where you are at that, you need to be on the same... Mm-hmm. You can't be opposites there, or you're gonna go yeah. bonkers. And I would just say, if you're gonna like engage in criminal activity, like say stealing your furniture, oh my gosh. or your wall art. Did you know have... Disneyland tracks their towels? I'm sorry, that's a side note. Tracks them how? Okay, if you stay in like an actual Disneyland resort, yeah. like the actual hotels like a bunch of weird stuff is tagged like with the RFED tagging mm-hmm. if you walk through like smaller than normal like double doorways kind of thing it's probably like an RFID huh. scanner and like you know it scans your bracelets to tell what rooms you've been in where you're going for how long what rides you're going on all of those things are like kept track of when you stay at the actual Disneyland resorts and they have all of their towels tagged too so that if you leave with the towels. A suitcase and, full of towels. Yeah, and if you stay at the Disneyland Resorts, 
have a file opened up in your name and everywhere you go and every time you interact with the staff there is kept track of in the file so there's the thing of like if you complain at Disneyland then you get free stuff but if you're staying at the Disneyland Resort they can see every time you've complained and received free merchandise from the staff so they know and you're probably not gonna like you know have anything done to you that time around but you'll be marked for the next trip to Disneyland and you're not going to get treated as well the second time around because they know what's up but they're not going to cause a scene on Main Street right like that's not that's not the Disney way way. (laughs) but I thought that was so weird why would you tag the towels that's so strange to me like people steal hotel towels all the time and I've never heard of that before them like tagging the towels to keep track of it that's so interesting and hilarious to me I wonder if that's, like, a thing that Disney made up to get people to stop stealing their towels or if they're actually tagged. Well, <laughs> I, would I would think, like, a I would, think like you, would pay a lot in replacing towels. Though. I would think that you could make it up and people would be too afraid to steal the towels then, though. <laughs> that also. Right? Yeah. Like, you'd be like, oh, no, man, Disney Disney tags their towels. They know if you steal them and you, you won't be allowed to stay in the resort next time. And then everyone's like, oh, no, man, I'm not stealing towels. <laughs> Disney notes, and those they, and those Disney hotels are super expensive. Like you're gonna pay five hundred dollars a night, but you can't afford your own towel. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, anyways, the other thing I was just saying was, if you're gonna Sorry. engage in any sort of illegal activity, like say bringing gang members home to your apartment or They're stealing your furniture, stealing a bistro table, mm-hmm. don't do that unless your roommate is also like, yeah, let's go steal bistro furniture together. Don't make your roommate an accomplice right. by not telling them what's going on before you cover the license. Please. Yes. Unless you you and your roommate are also on the same page with regard to criminal activity, don't just bring that on your roommate. Because it's just unfair. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And don't borrow money from your roommate either. Okay, also I'd like to add that it's it's okay to not be friends with your roommates. It's okay for it to just be a living situation. You don't need to be buddies with them. Like, if you're in the Craigslist situation where you just need somebody to live there, it's okay to have a lock on the door and carry on with your life. Like, yeah, it's okay to, you know, lock up your bedroom if you feel like it's sketchy. It's okay to, you know, it's okay to not be BFFs with your roommate. You don't need to be friends with somebody. Because a lot of times now, people, like, live with roommates because living by yourself in an apartment is too expensive. Like, let alone renting a house, buying a house, (laughs) whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, people live with roommates because it's too expensive to live otherwise. That's why people move in with their boyfriends when they're 17 and they graduate high school because it's literally too expensive for you to live by yourself. (laughs) No one's, like, eager to move in with... (laughs) 17 year old Kyle who hasn't figured out a shower properly yet nobody is looking forward to it but it's too expensive to live alone so you might be chill with rooming with Michaela who spends all of her money on Starbucks and then eats pasta for 17 days of the month because she can't plan her budget well enough you know like but whatever I just yeah if you, you don't feel need like friends. you might be a murder just, victim maybe not them maybe not them or you know keep your space be best friends because that's yeah. the plot of a lot of horror films. It's okay. It's okay to you know have your space. It's okay to have a lock on your bedroom door and you know mm-hmm. chill out by yourself. Especially if you think they're going in there. I read that a lot online where they're like, I have a roommate and I think they're going in my room and it's like get a lock on your door. Like if you're living with somebody and you haven't been like yeah. friends for years, kind of thing, or like dating them, then thanks dog then i think that you should have a lock on your door period i don't think it's a good idea i'm also pretty sure that i had a roommate that read my diary oh no really because i found something (laughs) this last note got a little long um (laughs) 
because I found something on the floor of the living room one time that was like something I had cut out of something and stuck in my diary oh, and it was laying no. on the floor and I was like huh I'm pretty sure they read she read my diary possibly with her boyfriend that's my suspicion but there was no other way that that could have gotten to the living room floor hmm. so yeah not good roommate experiences I would have rather just lived alone but, uh, Lucky for everybody living here in the grand age of 2019, that is kind of no longer an option. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty expensive so, to live by yourself and, like, eat. It is. So you just have to be, like, particular with your roommates and make sure that you're you're compatible, I guess. That's the thing. Don't yeah. be a jerk. Don't take advantage. It's okay to go on a coffee date to screen your roommates, especially if you're doing, like, Craigslist roommates. Don't go yeah. off of, like, email. Well, I think even <laughs> if you're... It's okay to go on a coffee date with your roommate. Even your if you're, like, roommate. friends or whatever, and you're like, well, let's move in together, I think you should just lay out your expectations ahead of time so that nobody's like, well, I didn't think I was gonna, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't think you I just was gonna like, have to vacuum every week. Yeah. Like, lay it out so that you have your ground rules and you can say, okay, here's what we're agreeing to. So everybody's on the same page and there's no, like hurt feelings over that kind of thing which could be easily mm-hmm. avoided by just laying sure. it out right up front yeah whenever yeah. people uh, move in with me the first thing that I like make apparent is that like if you're gonna like thaw out meat in the fridge or whatever like cover it <laughs> it grosses me out yeah <laughs> and uh, if you're gonna cook meat in the house open windows and turn the fan on and like rinse and clean so all of the cookware as soon as possible or see any of the meat product I the smell makes me nauseous mm-hmm. it makes me like dry heave sometimes and sometimes full on vomit which is a good time for me <laughs> um yeah and so people are sometimes like stop being such a bitch like I don't think you understand yeah. this literally agitates like my gag reflex so much that I will actually throw it I don't think you're registering here I oh. wish I wasn't this much of a baby but here we are <laughs> but you know like there's two I had a roommate and I was allergic to her perfume mm. so you know similar kind of situation where um, she would wear that perfume which like it's I liked the smell of it but there was something in it that I was allergic to and I would wake up the next morning with my eyes swollen halfway shut whenever she wore it so yeah you know be considerate if people have something like that then you know just be considerate about it yeah yeah I don't know I just always been like please open windows and wash dishes immediately because like if you let your bacon grease pan like soak with dishes and then those dishes don't get washed properly I might get sick <laughs> Yeah, and I'd rather not just like blend remnants of bacon grease into my morning smoothies kind of thing wow. like <laughs> I might get sick right like I'm so sensitive to that stuff like if I eat a Timbit I might throw up for four days that's just a thing that might happen <laughs> I can't eat animal products. I it doesn't agree with me. Like I need you to open the window or I'll try. <laughs> you sound like a fun roommate. I am a fun roommate. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I lived with you for approximately 19 years. Mhm. I've had better roommates. <laughs> Was one of the better roommates the other child that projectile vomited across the hallway several times to try to tell you that she wasn't going to take her medication until you made her clean it up? Was that the better roommate? I don't really like living with any of my kids, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Although, I have to say I do miss that um, the boy who uh, 
was our floor vacuumer and floor washer has now moved out because I don't like vacuuming. So, other than that, yeah, I don't really like vacuuming. I don't mind vacuuming, but I hate washing the floor. Yeah, see, I don't like it either. I don't like either of those things, and that was his job, to vacuum and wash the floors. I don't know why, like, some, I'm, I'm weird about stuff like that, like, I don't want to stick my hands in, like, dirty dishwater, I don't care, like, physically washing the dishes. I just don't want there to be any, like, sitting water in the sink. I need it to all go down immediately. I hate loading the washing machine and loading the dryer, but I'll fold laundry for, like, three hours. I'm okay with that. Like, I don't know. There's parts of chores that I don't like. Yeah. I just need somebody else to do the parts that I don't like. Well, see, you could split it up like that, too. You I, could be I like... definitely do, where I, like, tell Cole to go and, like, drain the sink because I'm not sticking my hands in there before <laughs> I start doing the dishes. I'll wash the dishes if you'll stick your hand in the gross dishwater afterwards and drain the yeah, sink. Yeah, um, if, if the boys that I live with are just going to say, it needs to soak, then you have to stick your hands in the dirty, gross dishwater. I will wash oh, the dishes yeah. immediately, and the water will go down the drain. If you're going to sit the dishes there for four days, sitting in nasty, oily, borscht water, then, <laughs> then you are sticking your hand in that water, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, I think that's fair. All right. So anyways, any last uh, roommate tidbit, tidbits? I don't know. I think I'm okay. Okay. Well, that's it for us this week then. Have a lovely day. Yep. Yeah, live alone. The end.